Hey guys, welcome to the Anti-Macro Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Diana Lee. I spent years steeped in diet culture, obsessively weighing, measuring, and tracking my food. In 2019, I ditched macro tracking for good, and now I've made it my mission to help you swap diets for real food freedom. It's time to unfuck your mindset and stop letting food control you. Let's dive in. Happy 2023. I hope you had an amazing new year and holiday season. As you probably saw on my Instagram, if you follow me over there, I was one of the thousands of people who had their flight canceled and I never made it to the East Coast to see my family. But in the end, I made the most of it by celebrating with my friends here in San Diego. This was also the first New Year's that I intentionally stayed in. So I'm officially feeling old. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I feel like every New Year's I've built up the evening to be something really great. And that kind of mindset brings pressure to make it a really special night and do something really fun. And what I've learned year after year is that doing that just meant doing shit I always did, like going out to a bar or a concert or out to dinner, but for a jacked up price. And at the end of the night, it wouldn't feel special or different or worth that inflated price tag. So I finally realized that maybe it was time to try something more low-key. So instead, we kicked in our new condo with a couple of friends and our dogs, made a really nice dinner, and enjoyed ourselves in a low-key manner. And I'm pretty happy with that. But that's just the vibe the New Year carries with it, right? It's vibes of it's new, fresh, and it's giving us a whole new perspective on life because we feel like we get to have a do-over of sorts. Particularly in these past few years since the pandemic, we've gotten in the habit of looking back on the year past and finding ways to shit on it. Yes, I know that the world has been tumultuous a bit, and many of us have faced some of our own personal challenges. I know I have. But let's start this episode by taking 2023 down off this pedestal, okay? I'm not trying to dim your hype right now, but I do want to shift your perspective a bit, so let me explain. This January through December, Monday through Sunday mindset makes our growth fall into this linear progression and mentally holds you back from starting because it's not a new year or a new week. This mentality gives you the thought that your growth has a definitive start and stop period that often has to align well with the calendar. It's the same idea that your transformation can be contained within a 30-day or six-week challenge. There's a finite time that you have to commit to change when in actuality, change and growth is infinite. Yes, I'm coming into this episode hot with a mindset shift to kick us off, but I think it's really important to set you up with the right mindset before we really dive into making your game plan for 2023 foolproof. Because without the right mindset, you're not going to reach those goals unless your head is screwed on straight. So let's commit right now. Whatever transformation you are about to embark on, you're going to commit to doing the work, not just for a limited period of time, but for life. When it comes to your health, showing up for yourself does not stop when you've reached a goal. Even if you enter a maintenance phase at the end of it, you still need to show up for yourself every day. Now that I've got that out of the way, we're going to dive into how to make your 2023 transformation plan rock solid. Mm -hmm. On this episode of the podcast, I'm going to help you get really clear on what you want to accomplish this year and teach you how to keep your motivation high through the process, especially if it's a never ending process. Like I just laid out, this is the year that you're going to be your healthiest self. So let's make it happen. I want you to use this episode as an active activity. What I mean by that 
is you're going to actually execute what I'm telling you to do here. Whether you do that in your phone, in a notes app, or you grab a piece of paper and you jot it down, or I've made it even easier for you and I designed a template. I'm going to link that in the show notes for you to download and follow along. You need to make this concrete by putting it down on paper or like I said, in that notepad. If it only exists in your head, you don't have anything holding you accountable and things can be forgotten. If you can't do it now, then just be sure to come back to this episode and do it again at some point. Before we look ahead, we're going to do some reflecting. The past is full of lessons learned that you need to take into the new year and your new game plan so you don't repeat those mistakes. I want you to celebrate some wins to start. What did you do really well last year? This is the time to give yourself credit for effort made, growth achieved, and have it solidified because chances are you did things that you either want to continue to do or build upon and now do better. Do not take this part of the exercise lightly. I want you to be your own hype person right now and really celebrate all the good stuff, big and small. This is especially helpful if you've already been on a health journey, but you're not yet feeling like you are where you want to be. Maybe you didn't finish 2022 where you thought you would, but I bet you made some gains in that journey that got you closer to where you want to be. Once you have celebrated your wins, it's time to reflect on not how you sucked, (laughs) but lessons learned or areas for improvement. What I mean is this is not the time to put yourself down and harp on things that you could have, should have, would have, if you just got your shit together. No, leave that energy at the door. With a growth mindset, we focus on what lessons we learned from our failures. Where did we miss the mark and why? What didn't work for you? What did you want to accomplish that you didn't? Chances are there are things that didn't work for you that you need to change in the new year to make it work for you. You're going to need to rework the plan or re-strategize. If it was a skill or ability that you didn't fully develop, we're going to need to come up with a game plan to get you there. This part of our reflection should be really eye-opening for you and not triggering or making you feel bad about yourself. Now that we're done reflecting, let's start crafting your goals for the new year. I mentioned earlier that we're not just committing to one year of transformation, but a lifetime of it. But we also do need to make our goals clear, tangible, and doable in order for us to stay motivated. So let's start with a big, hairy, scary goal. What do you want to achieve regardless if it's doable within the next year or not? I want you to think big. When it comes to your health, get really clear on what you envision your healthiest self to be. Get detailed too. It needs to be really clear on what success looks like at the end of your journey. Even if you don't know, make it up. As you get closer to this goal, your idea of that big goal is going to shift over time because you're going to get more clear on what it looks like the closer you get to it. It's like you're traveling to a destination that's far off in the distance, but as you get closer to it, the details become more clear. Most importantly, get clear on why you want to achieve this. You need to understand the deep motivations behind your goal. It's not enough to say shit like, I want to squat 200 pounds because it sounds cool. That is never going to fire you up. But imagine if this was your why. I want to squat 200 pounds because I want to challenge my body and prove to myself that I can do something hard. Squatting 200 pounds would make me feel like an unstoppable badass. I want to feel strong in my body so that I never feel limited by an activity again. Having strong legs will make me a better snowboarder and hiker. 
That kind of why will get you fired up. It goes beyond lifting the 200 pounds. It's more than a number on the bar. It's about how squatting 200 pounds is going to transform you and your life in some way. Write this down and keep it somewhere safe. So that way, when it gets hard, you can look back at it and remember why you're doing this. Now, take that big goal and break it down into benchmark goals. This is how we stay motivated throughout the year. Because if we're only focusing on the big goals, sometimes it can feel so far away that we lose focus. By creating benchmark goals, we keep that big goal in focus by focusing on the next step that we want to conquer. If your big goal is not something you can accomplish within the year, this is where we determine which goals you can accomplish within that time frame. The idea of benchmark goals is that they are the stepping stones to achieving that big goal. So let's use our example of squatting 200 pounds. Here's what your benchmark goals might look like. And this is as if we're starting at ground zero. Benchmark one, learn how to squat and perfect your form and technique. Benchmark two, squat with a barbell on your back. Benchmark three, squat 100 pounds. Benchmark four, squat 150 pounds. Big goal, squat 200 pounds. So this is a really simplistic view of benchmark goals, but it's intended to illustrate the point. The benchmark goals are the carrot that you dangle right in front of your nose to stay motivated through the journey. It's closer, it's more tangible, and so therefore it feels more doable and it's easier to stay motivated when you believe your goals are within your reach. If you spend this next year only fixating on that big goal, on those 200 pounds, when it gets hard, you're going to be more likely to want to give up because your big goal is going to feel impossible in those low moments. Now that we've come up with our benchmark goals, we need to create a clear plan on how we are going to reach those goals. I want you to outline what actions you need to execute to get from where you are now to where you want to be, especially if they are actions that you are not yet doing. Let's continue to use the goal of squatting 200 pounds as our example. If I want to squat 200 pounds in my future, here's what I would have to do to make that happen. First, I need a training program that is designed to help me get my squat stronger. I can't have a goal of wanting to squat 200 pounds, but then commit to six days a week at Orange Theory. At no point will they put a barbell on your back and help you build that level of strength. I am not saying there's anything wrong with Orange Theory, but the point that I'm making is doing just any kind of exercise isn't being intentional towards your goal. So we're creating a habit that is very intentional towards achieving that specific goal. So you need a training program and you're going to need to commit to that program a certain number of days per week. Let's say four days a week. Great. Hopefully you know that in order to build your squat weight, it's not just about the time in the gym, but it's also about the time spent out of the gym as well. So what habits do you need to implement beyond that training program and gym schedule to reach your goals? One might be committing to mobility work so you can improve your squat and avoid getting injured in the process. Another is going to be honing in on your nutrition because to build muscle and strength, you need to fuel your body. Another is prioritizing recovery by ensuring you get seven to eight hours of sleep every night so you feel good on the days that you do train. Really develop a clear idea of what needs to be done to reach your goal. If you need help with this because you're not sure what to do in order to reach your goal, just DM me 2023plan on Instagram and I'll help you map out what you need to do to reach your goals. Okay, so you've mapped out the how. 
you'll probably feel a little bit overwhelmed. You're going to have a long list of to-dos, and I do not suggest that you dive in head first trying to accomplish all of them. That's what a six-week challenge will make you do, but that's exactly what's going to set you up to fail. These short-term challenges and programs will throw everything at you all at once because it will create a transformation in a short period of time, which is how they convince you it's working, but ultimately it's not sustainable. To build sustainable habits, to achieve this long-term endless growth, think about how you can chip away at integrating these habits into your life. Start by doing an assessment of what habits you're already doing a great job of. Maybe you're already getting seven to eight hours of sleep every night. Perfect. We love that and we want to keep it up. Maybe you're not hitting the gym four days a week, let alone even one day a week. So we need to figure out how to start showing up. Start by making a habit of showing up to the gym to strength train two days a week for 30 minutes or an hour. Whatever feels doable. Consistently show up to the gym that many times a week. And when you're nailing it, add more. Build up to three days a week, then four, right? We want to build on solid habits until we become really good at them. Nutrition is a classic one we try to often dive headfirst into and completely overwhelm ourselves in the process. Establish a starting point for your diet and what you need to do next to begin shifting it in the right direction. Maybe that's adding more whole real foods to your plate. Maybe it's focusing on increasing your protein. Maybe it's adding a snack to the middle of the day to bump up your calories. Chip away at incremental improvements to get yourself to where you want to be. Do you need to tackle your workout routine, nutrition, and mobility all at once? No. As I've already mentioned, break it up and do what feels doable to you. But notice how I took those habits you need to build your squat and created benchmark habits to help you build up to the habits that you want to ultimately execute. This takes your whole plan and really breaks it down into bite-sized pieces so you avoid feeling overwhelmed and getting discouraged really early in the process. Plus, you can check things off as you accomplish them, which gives you a clear view of what you've done and what's ahead of you. You're going to do this process for every goal that you have for yourself, but I recommend sticking to no more than three main goals. More than that is going to dilute your goals and seriously overwhelm you. You cannot do it all and you'll be more successful with a more narrow focus. So get really clear on what you want to accomplish. Obviously you can use this process beyond health goals and use it for any goal that you have in mind. Now that you've identified your goals, your benchmark goals, the habits or the how on how you're going to accomplish these goals and really designed the game plan. I want you to evaluate your game plan. So now it's time to rank yourself on a scale of one to 10. How confident do you feel in executing these goals? I want you to be at a 10. I want you to look at this plan and feel like it is rock solid. Maybe you're at a nine because you're a little bit nervous to trust yourself on that final execution piece. But if you're any less than a nine, then we need to identify why you don't feel 100% confident in executing your plan, in making your goals happen. Because there might be something missing. Why do you not feel confident? Do you need to go back and re-review your how, the habits that you want to develop and break those habits down into more benchmark habits because you're not quite where you need to be yet? 
Or do you need to identify your benchmark goals? Because maybe those weren't broken down enough for you to truly believe that you can do this. Maybe you don't even know where to start. So if you really struggled with developing a how, if you really struggled with identifying the habits that you need to execute in order to make your goals happen, then it might be time to do a little bit of research or it might be time to reach out to a coach. By all means, feel free to use me as a resource if you're not sure. Reach out, shoot me a message, let me know what you're trying to accomplish so I can help provide some clarity around what needs to happen in order to get that done. Because you need to feel 100% all in on making these goals happen and you need to feel like it's absolutely possible for you to even execute this in the first place. The goal is, is to refine your plan until you can rate yourself at a nine or a 10 on that one to 10 scale of confidence. Now that we've got this plan, here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to write down all of this information, all of these amazing goals, all of these things that you want to achieve, and then shove them in a drawer somewhere where you forget about them. We need to continually remind ourselves that this is our focus and that this is our plan, and that this is something we want to achieve. And we might also need to reevaluate our plan along the line, because of course, plans don't always go according to plan. We might struggle along the way. We might hit some bumps in the road. So here's what I want you to do. Set yourself an appointment on your calendar or a reminder for one month from now to do a check-in with yourself. Check in and see, are you executing the habits that you need to execute? Can you check off any benchmark goals off your list? Maybe things aren't happening necessarily in one month, but I still think one month is a really great time to revisit this game plan to see where you're at. That way you make sure you're still on track. It's a great way to hold yourself accountable. Repeat this process. Repeat this check-in with yourself every month. That way you can stay on top of your plan. That way, if things do shift, if things aren't necessarily going to, according to plan, or maybe you're blowing your original plan out of the water and you're about to reach your big, scary goal way sooner than you thought, you can make those tweaks and edits and you can build upon that and get even better. And you can make sure that that goal happens. I know for myself this year, I have three focuses I'm taking into the new year. For one, I want to get really strong. I've spent the past year working with my fitness coach to help me heal my chronic low back pain for good. And we're just about there. And at the end of 2022, we started to add a strength building focus to my program. So I'm really excited to be diving into that this year. I'm going to also be focusing on my mental health and I'm going to be committing to therapy to do so. And finally, I'm going to be focusing on becoming a better coach, which I started right at the end of last year by signing up for continued education. I would love to know what areas you're looking to transform this year. So shoot me a message and fill me in. I am super fucking pumped for this new year and the growth that's to come for both me, my clients, and you guys listening as well. I hope this goal planning episode was helpful and I'm serious. Take action by writing this down and using this framework to help you get really clear on what you want to accomplish and what you need to do to get there. That's it for today and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for tuning in to listen to the Anti-Macro Podcast. I am so happy to be a part of your health journey. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
You're now one step closer to ditching diet culture and finding real food freedom. 